Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to ORU Kristen 2, the podcast where two Kristens talk about all things BTS. Let's get into it, Kristen. Our first podcast episode. Oh my gosh. Can you believe it? Our first podcast. We've been talking about this for a while. For a long while. For a long, long while. And now here we are actually doing it. I'm proud of us. I'm actually very proud of us. Um, And the fact that we were able to organize, figure out how to do this from long distance as well. That's right. So I am in California. You're all the way in mountain time. A whole hour ahead. <laughs> You're, you know the future. A whole hour ahead in the beautiful state of Utah. I love it. Oh, party, party. Yeah. Okay. So let's kind of talk about like why we wanted to start this podcast. Absolutely. Because I think like literally, think how did we get here? How do we get here? Because I think our friends also have the same question. Oh my gosh. It's so true. I like it. Let's be honest. It started as a joke. Yeah. I mean, like it's, most things in my life, it all started as me being like, ha, unless. That's exactly right. Like, I feel like <laughs> on Twitter, we were just like, LOL, like this should be a podcast. Ha ha. Like, we should go back and find that thread. And then like, we slid into each other's DMs and we're like, wait, though, like, are you down? <laughs> and it became a game of chicken of like, who is actually going to make the next move? <laughs> I know. So. We basically dated. Into, oh my God, we courted like, each other. We That's courted really each other. We courted each other, but me and Pip, like, aren't, we have, we're friends. We love each other, but it's, it's new. It's fresh. Like our friend Which group. I think is so fascinating. It is fascinating. It's fascinating. That, so Kristen and I know, we knew of each other before we ever knew each other. Because like a lot of people on Twitter, which is where we both are residing most of the time, uh, our friend groups all kind of connected. So we have mutual friends that we're close with and those friends are friends with each other per se in different ways. But Kristen and I only knew about each other. And then the thing is, is like, I'm just going to come out and say it. Okay. I know it's coming, but I don't do well with like sharing. And Uh when I found out your name was Kristen, I was, it didn't sit well with me. Because my friends were talking about this other Kristen. And I was like, oh, okay. So my nemesis now. <laughs> and I was your nemesis long before I even knew I was your nemesis. Yeah. I just like, I think I like wouldn't, would actively not like your tweets, even if I thought you were funny. Wait, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that piece of information. I knew about the nemesis. I knew how you guys called me the other Christian, but I didn't know yeah. that you actually were like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> I I love being petty. I love being petty. And then is this our enemies to lovers? <laughs> I think it's enemies to lovers. What AU is this? I feel uh, like I was just like, I don't know how long I was like dying on that hill but then I was like damn it like she's like kind of funny okay and then we like (laughs) and I'm not gonna compliment you anymore and then I just I don't know when I started like you know interacting with you more but we met at PTDLA yeah and I probably charmed you over with my bracelets you gave me a bracelet you gave me a boy with love themed bracelet oh my god that's cute it's really cute and um yeah and I like then we just started talking more and more, and I feel like we both have a similar 
musical theater background niche like weird nerdy I don't know you know what I mean but we have a good taste of friends because my you and I have a mutual friend that we met through and then from there and it's crazy because those people that you're friends with I have like a separate friendship relationship with like I've done video calls and played games with them online met them in person but it was just always bound to happen our our paths were always meant to cross you couldn't you couldn't resist me forever (laughs) the stars aligned it was a whole thing I like tried to resist you and then it our destiny was enemies to lovers and now here we are like here we are we are spending Saturday afternoon chatting with each other about BTS and like not to get cheesy right away because like oh my god I need to avoid the ick at all costs but okay but I'm a Pisces and so I'm just like bring it on bring me the emotion bring me the feelings and I'm a Sag and I don't know what that means <laughs> um <laughs> but that's the kind of thing that like any other army I feel like wouldn't be surprised like oh no. yeah like you two like met in that manner and then like hit it off and now you're starting a part podcast together like that tracks because it's that's so the wild. kind of thing that happens on army twitter right it's like that's the community we're a part of I don't think a single person listens to this would be like whoa what a weird kid no they'd be like oh yep I have a story that's like just like that or I know that's how I met so-and-so and now we're like best friends like I feel like that's what's so cool about the community that we're a part of is that everyone can like connect in this like great hub. And we speak of hub as like Twitter specifically is what we're talking about. But I think that that community might extend out to other platforms. But for us, it's Twitter. 10,000%. I feel like no one would be surprised if they've like experienced what it is to be part of ARMY. Not at all. And our friends aren't even surprised. They're like, yeah, no, that makes sense for both of you. We're like, wait, wait, wait. I thought you'd be a little more shocked that this is happening. And they're like, no, we don't want to start a podcast, but you guys can start a podcast. We're going we're gonna to get them to be guests, though. Yes, that's, we're gonna the, have that's guests. the goal. Because I think our friends have incredible thoughts and feelings and opinions on the things in the BTS world. And we're going to force them to join us on some of those other podcasts. And that also is like a great point because pip you know that we've talked about like why why are we doing this like other than right. obviously we love talking about bangtan but like yeah. why are we doing this and for me and i don't want to speak for you but like i know that we're both passionate about if you kind of just don't have anyone to like scream over bts with which like I remember what that was like when I literally like didn't I had my one army friend who hopefully I'll get her on here who brought me in and I was like okay I can't text her like all the time like I want to like talk more about all my feelings you know we want to be those like very chaotic friends that you might not have to be able to talk to in real life like let us be those people for you and just like hopefully you can spend some time with us and like, you know, we can be your army besties type of thing. Yes. And I think that that's a great point too, which kind of lured me into easing me into the idea of wanting to do this was I think about the important people in my army journey and probably for you as well, like you said, that were pivotal in like helping me 
find where to find content and what to watch and what this means and what that means and what where what all the things that were going on and I think even since we became army if you fast forward to now there's even more content and more, like I couldn't even imagine jumping in now sometimes jumping in now it's like what the fuck is happening and this is not to you to be like oh pat us on the back we should be these people but if you're looking for it we're here if you also just are, or have been around and want to just like listen to two people being chaotic and thirsting over shit and <laughs> laughing about shit and crying about shit because chances are I'll probably break down into tears at one point. So Yeah, you know, the, the chances the right, are high. The chances are high. Right <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Let's like that's what we want to be and we obviously have like 10,000 ideas floating around in our brain yeah. for what we want. And so hopefully we can deliver on at least some of those. I'm excited to start this journey with you. With you too. And like, I love it because so when you and I were literally testing our mics, we ended up chatting for what, three or four hours. Yeah. That was the first time we'd ever had like an in-person conversation. Yeah. And we were just talking about life, talking about BTS, talking about all the things. And it's like, yeah, this is exactly what the podcast is going to be like. So yeah. That's what we're doing. We're going to try to have some structure where we, you know, bring in what the latest news is, talk about that, um, and then just kind of pick topics here and there for what we want to talk to, which is exactly how I talk to my friends about life in BTS. What's actually really funny is that you say this is for like a long time, especially during COVID when, you know, we're FaceTiming people all the time. I would call my little sister who's not army but she likes to hear the updates and she always jokes and is like okay what's my bts podcast for the day so i'd call her and i'd be like okay bts podcast time and i would tell her everything that was going on in bts for the day that like every time we talked and so like it's kind of gonna be exactly like my face with my sister where it's like that's podcast for the day that's so cute i know what what a wholesome (laughs) what a wholesome piece of news i love it oh my gosh that's exactly what we want And I mean, like to jump into the news, it's a very special day today that we're recording. I'm not sure like when this will be edited and out, but on this holiest of days that we're recording, it is drum roll, Jin's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jin. So much has been happening that it, that it just feels like, oh my God, and now it's Jin's birthday. It's the end of the year. We're in December. It's here. Yeah. And a year ago, we were in LA. We were I mean, in LA and on we got for his to birthday. Do that, um, oh my God. That birthday, the hold up the, the signs mo- for him signs. The, and the moons on the army bombs. And it was like, we could see his reaction in real time, dude. Like, what? That a gift. was something. I remember just thinking, like, I was, I mean, that whole weekend was an out of body experience. Like for lots of reasons, but I think that was just like such a special moment to get to participate in. Cause I feel like you, because army is so global and in so many different places, we don't always get to experience little things like that or being at special concerts or at special events or whatever. So that was cool to have that to be a part of. 10,000%. And now anytime every year when it's his birthday, I'm going to think about that. Yep. That's so I cool. still have my, I still have my gin little like white sign with the red writing. I had the, so there were paper ones and then there were real like fold up ones. And we gave the real fold up one to our gin biased friend. 
Although we are OT7 in so this sweet. house, of course. OT7, OT7, OT7. OT7. <laughs> OT7. Um, but um, it's weird not naming people. I'm like I know. describing our friends. I feel like we have to get their permission to like Yeah, we'll get their them. permission to say their names. I feel like half of them would be like, yeah, fuck, who cares? And the other half would be like, don't fucking say Absolutely my name. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> be like, fuck that. Although That's I'll amazing. always talk about coworker John because I don't give a fuck. Coworker John is like literally like trademarked now. It's a trademark. It's a public and he figure. Won't care. I he's say a public I don't give figure. a fuck. Yeah, a, let's get it. Coworker verified. John is a public figure. He wouldn't mind if I talked about him. So we're getting I mean, him already, on the podcast. Yeah, that's going to be a future episode for sure, and he will hate every second of it. Oh, we love forcing people. It's so good. Oh, my God. He will hate every second. But he would do it for us, I think. Because that's the thing. You spent a whole day, half day at Disneyland with John. And you, oh he God. has met you before I ever met you. We which is a crazy a, thing. Like a chilly dog cone. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. But we both. We'll, we'll we, ask him about it when we break. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. That's like, let's make a mental note to just say, like, what cone did you share with Kristen? <laughs> See if he remembers. <laughs> I love it. What's popping, guys? But in terms of, like, BTS news, like, obviously, Jin's birthday, number one, incredible. As we're recording this in December 2022, we are in the thick of chapter two, mm-hmm. um, which I think there will be a time where we deep dive into what chapter two means things going on with that for us but just into the high level of it it's that you know we've gotten so many things since chapter two quote unquote has begun and right now is a great month because there's something else big that happened this weekend with chapter two which was we got indigo we got indigo which is a brave topic to be the first episode of our podcast but you know I think it's we're worth hyped. Talking about. It's timely. Like we can't put off talking about indigo no. just because and it's, it's fresh like a in our mind. Topic. The thing about the this podcast too that I was thinking about as we were preparing for doing this episode was Kristen and I both love music. We have a history of music. We're both very musical people, but we're not here to give you our expert opinion on everything A, B, C, D. That's not what this is. This is really mm-hmm. just, a, again, for us to share the things we enjoy, the things we love, things that might have touched us or talked to us or speak to us may not be what speaks to you. But I think hopefully as we discuss these things, you know, we can like laugh and be silly and have fun as we talk about them. I just, you know, want to deep dive into things that like I love talking about, but maybe we don't always have a friend who will, like, is willing to sit there and listen to everything that you want to say about how right. Wildflower is the best song in the world. But, you know, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> That's a teaser for um teaser. for one of Pip's opinions. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Like, we're not deep oh. diving into like note note by note what's going on. It's just like not what what the podcast is. But we're going to talk about the things that we notice, the things that we that meant a lot to us. Yep. Um, but overall, I would just say, like, getting into it, I'm just really proud of Namjoon for putting out an album. I think any artist, when they put out something like that, it's a, give, giving a piece of themselves. And it's a hard thing to do. So I'm... Like, I've tweeted this multiple times. I retweeted my own tweet. I'm just so grateful to be living at the same time as the Kim Namjoon. Yep. Like, what a gift. Like, truly, what a gift. Because something that I 
you know, I, I, I said this to you before, but when BTS music comes out, we have like expectations that we assume we want to get met or we think it's going to be incredible. And like, if you think about anything else in your life, I never go into anything having any expectation because most of the time I'm like, oh, maybe it won't be as good. But with BTS and especially these like solo projects, they are just like, they are exactly and in fact above what I could have even imagined. Like the things that they produce, we just can go in so confidently because we know the amount of care and detail that they put into everything that they do we just know that it's going to end up being something even if the song maybe doesn't speak to us per se we know it's going to be a strong piece of work because that's what they want and that's what they produce i completely agree i think and it also like that has to be so crazy for them to just know like that the expectations are so high but at the same time like we they i hope they know i think they know that we love them and will support them i think there's a part of you oh truly and i think there's a part of you that has to like i would assume for them and they've kind of expressed this in interviews throughout the years of just they have to disconnect a little bit from that because they do worry about the expectation they do worry is if this is are people going to understand that you know even june said about this album if one song if just Mm -hmm. one song can be like a song that speaks to you and so it just goes to show again how much they care about the work that they do yeah, this is this is a great time to bring up a tip on consuming an album, I would say. I think the number one rule, and I think you'd agree with me on this, listen to what the artist is telling you to do. Yes. So Namjoon wrote a letter on Weverse. Like, make sure you're reading that. Thank God for translators, and I'll get into that later. Like, Thank on God. What they do. And he said that it was meant to be listened to in order there's no real title track even though like there is you know wildflower has a mv all these things like that's information directly from him to us and that like that's the most important thing right i don't know what do you think about that oh i agree i mean i think Namjoon has said this himself before and I've always thought about this with music is that albums themselves for the most part depending on the I'll say depending on the artist that you listen to but somebody like BTS somebody like Namjoon cares about the construction of an album because that is a piece of them in the experiences that they've had and the way he's promoted this himself through the entire process like most of these drops for images and the album what it looks like all that has been from his personal accounts a couple minutes before he'll drop it himself like he is so involved he cares about how we consume this music and he yeah so he said before he likes albums that are like from start to finish Mm -hmm. like listened in order he likes that those are like a body of work a piece of time as they create that music completely Oh, it's so exciting. I love a new album drop. I think we should like talk about, you know, let's just like rip the bandaid off right away. Like, let's just go in title track, not but not the title track, obviously. Right. Um, Let's talk about it. Well, for a while and it's you'll watch Mm -hmm. the music video and then I'll sit in my room and listen to the album and write down my initial thoughts. But I remember when I watched the music video, it started and it started in such like an epic it almost felt like this is just Kristen it almost felt like it started in the middle of a song and I, it was just like started so big and I was like wow like immediately we're brought in like immediately I'm sucked in and I think when you listen to the song and the fact that it's placed to second to last on the album it makes sense why it's that way mm-hmm. um it just really grabbed my attention immediately and I just was like eyes wide open listening to the song and then by like this 
last chorus, I realized I had like tears all down my face. I mean, this yeah. is very on brand for me. I guess. But like that song, if you sit and read the lyrics while you're listening to the song, it's quite unbelievable. That song yeah. probably spoke. Mm, I'm not going to say that because they all spoke to me in different ways. But that song, it's hard for me to not feel extremely emotional after reading the lyrics and understanding. And it makes sense why it was, quote unquote, a title track. Um, it's the big booming sound, the big pr- mm-hmm. production of it. And it was kind of an embodiment of himself. I talked to one of my friends about this and how, okay, follow me here with my imagery. It feels almost like the album, you got peeks into different windows. Like if Kim Dom Jun is a house, a lot of the tracks were like, you open a door, you're seeing something happening. You go to another door, you're seeing something happening. They're little p- bits and pieces of his life. Whereas Wildflower feels like the grand hall or like the like the whole structure. It's like him as mm. Kim Dom Jun. It's him as Kim Dom Jun and RM. The thoughts that he's experiencing and feeling mm. are like those two parts of him. And I find it so fascinating. I mean, this is me. I get really... <laughs> But those parts of him, just like how he struggles with who he is, what he wants, his dreams, his hopes, his desires, his fears, loss, excitement. I mean, it's just like all of it's just like pulled into this track and the vocals and the chorus are just it's all so beautiful from beginning to end. That is my long rant about how much I I love the way that you described that. And I think the like the takeaway there is, you know, with any music you want it, you want the listener to feel something. Yeah. And you know, he's given us imagery with it as well in the form of an MV. But like you were also able to create your own imagery. And that's like, that's one of my number one takeaways on the whole album. Like, I know we talk about artistry a lot. We talk about BTS superiority a lot, but like, I'm a picky bitch. (laughs) I am a music snob. That album, start to finish, is just a piece of art yep and it's like i i have like the hair raised on my arm right now just thinking about it because it's kind of like unimaginable yeah that but of course it's such a piece of art but also like i we couldn't have expected this yeah and i think that's what i meant too and i said my expectations were exceeded in a way that Mm -hmm. i was like i i had expectations but i didn't even know that i could expect what came in a way that was like, oh, wow, these are the things we're going to talk about. These are the things that you want to share, that you dug deep into yourself, you wrote about, you wanted to face as an artist, as a human. You wanted to face mm-hmm. these feelings and emotions. And I was, and he was willing to share some of those with us. And I was like, wow. And I think musically, we talk about it being a piece of art because each single one, and you can think of it almost like each one's a different painting. Like mm-hmm. each one has such a different color and I totally get it now he said that yeah. multiple times like each one's a different color a different shade yep. it completely makes sense I'm like oh it yeah. is there's like, no style track- there's no like particular style there's no particular genre there com- each track is on its own and then somehow fits because it's him and should I do appreciate the listening it from start to finish there is a journey there oh ten thousand percent that leads us that leads us to the end which is another beautiful it's just the whole thing is beautiful do you want to go over just like briefly tracks by track or do you want to just talk about your favorite track what do you want to do Kristen that's such a good question I would say like well I I love you explaining how you like consume an album 
I agree. Like the first thing it, for me, and I, I actually had to listen to it a little late because I was at a show, but first thing music video right away, but right. I do it without translation. Same. So I just watch and listen and then I watch it again with the lyrics on. And we know that like the, the lyric, the subs are like, you know, 90% what it is without like all the in-depth translations that can can exist and then i you know put my headphones on and was like lights off and just listened to it and i knew that we were gonna talk about this album so i was trying to make mental notes but also just trying to experience it and Oh, like that was like the fastest 10 tracks ever. I was like, no, my God, it's over. Like, no, I know. it was, it was just so wonderful. And I think like, yeah, let's do like, maybe like some first impressions, okay. like songs that stood out to you. Maybe, um, listen, every song is a masterpiece. Like don't every come song. for us. <laughs> no, every, that thing is like every single song spoke to me intimately. I can't say that for every single BTS album, although mm-hmm. I love all songs tense, like we know that OT seven OT seven. All songs tense, yeah. But like, definitely with Indigo, no it was skip, like no ev- skip, no. There's literally no skip, especially with Indigo. Like I, yeah. First impressions. I mean, that first song right out of the gate, unbelievable. Yeah. The vibe, yeah, yeah. the energy. I remember. Let's pull up my notes. We'll look at what I wrote. I haven't shared these with anybody, so. Wow, um, I feel special. <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot about the vibes, about, you know, the vocals in the chorus. I said, mm-hmm. wow, guys, I don't remember this. I said, I want to drink a glass of wine with the lights low and lay in my room. That's like the energy I got with yeah. that first song. And then true beauty is a true sadness. Now you can feel my madness. Beautiful lyric. Chef's kiss. And, and you know, as an American, like, consumer that only mildly understands some Korean, although I'm getting better, I'm getting better. There was, like, I, I think he's so strategic with what he puts in English and those, like, you know, like, yeah. everyone's talking about, like, fuck the algorithm, that lyric. I mean, um, truly. And truly, but, like, that was clearly, I don't know, oh, God. And uh, now I'm just like getting things are intentional by him. Oh, he, it's so intentional and it's so fucking smart. Like it's, it's genius. And I don't use that word lightly. I will say like what, you know, overall so many collabs, right. That was like the theme mo- almost through is like, he's bringing these artists on that he has different relationships into some we've never heard, heard of some we've heard of so many times over, like, I just I love the way that Namjoon is able to collab with other artists. I think that that is a skill set on its own and it gave so many different flavors and just added again to like the different shades of each track. I well, thought it and was so cool. The intention. And I I feel like we say that a lot like the intent behind every decision when creating certain songs and just making certain decisions like how he specifically wanted Erica Badu to um that he specifically wanted her to come in and sing that chorus because he said she's someone who comes from experience she call, he calls her a king you know she's it means more when someone like her says those words than if someone like him says them and like again no. the intention behind it he's just 
big heavy sigh big heavy sigh it's too much dude it's um good not to take a switch from that energy but i will say i was really looking forward to still life i was dancing in my bed i was like let's fucking go yeah we knew (laughs) it was gonna be vibey that song was so fun to listen to the the, like conversation between the two of them love that song if i had to tell you which song was like that bitch for me like ooh what song is that bitch what would you do you think of your answer but closer is that bitch for me dude i love a vibe i can get moody with the best of them but like I this also song is love moody in its own way it is it is and it goes like i love that style of music and that's the thing is like there's something on here for everyone oh god if you were to ask me i think i'm gonna remove wildflower from i just think that's its own I have a very special relationship now with that song that outside of wildflower, like so many of these songs I connected with, like forgetful with all of them. I would say pick one. (laughs) Ah! That's really difficult because how do you make me choose between my children? (laughs) Well, we're not going to choose because OT7, 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 you know, I I'll say runner up change part two. Mm. and lonely were very like they spoke to me in a way Mm -hmm. um and this because musically and sonically like change part two is just like so it just gets in your head in a way that just like the lyrics and the music just like scratch you in a way that like really fit and they blend really well together i really loved number two at the last Mm -hmm. track and the reason the reason i love it and it's not even that i like musically it's the one that stands out to me or whatever i just think intentionally like it's the one that it's that last track and it's like he goes through he he takes us on a journey through all of the things he's feeling his inner thoughts his inner struggles his woes his highs Mm -hmm. but it's this calm almost like chaser at the end you know and he i'm so romantic about how i talk about music we're gonna really learn that it's cute though people Um, are any if we have any listeners they're falling in love with you right now Pitt. my two live my two listeners i just like that if you read the lyrics it's basically like him coming to terms with accepting who he is moving forward and like all those things still make up who he is are all part of the fabric of kim namjoon but like it's him accepting it him going through it this is gonna sound i'm not trying to be cheesy and dumb this is just again do it. just say it there is something about, I have to pull up my text that I texted my friend. There's this this strong and gentle presence that's singing the song. So already it's like she comes from a place where she's seen this growth, experiences herself, right? And mm-hmm. she's singing at the end with him about just like accepting it, moving forward. I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep going. And it's almost as if it's like a guide with him, his support. There's people around him that support him. And then it ends with just his voice singing those by himself because at the yep. end, that's just him. He's who he is. And that's how um, <sighs> his life is. Listen, I'm a Beautiful. romantic fucking bitch when it comes to <laughs> these No, lyrics. it's good. I mean, and I, I just, I love it. I love getting different takes on it. I yeah. think like the the it the whole album being a story of his twenties and the way that the collabs on the album happen and how like the two middle of the album tracks are just him, including Lonely. Yeah. And, and I don't know, you know, I don't know if they're representing anyone in particular for him or whatever, but or I even talking lo- to himself. It's like that's right. Yeah. It's 
I just think that there's so much to unpack with all of that. Lonely is so damn good. And just knowing that he wrote it in Vegas during PTD Vegas. And I've heard this from friends that have been on tours and things like that. You know, living that lifestyle is not easy. I just think that that track is really, really relatable. And the way that the hook is so like kind of such an earworm, but you're talking about how you like are just completely alone. The duality of it is. Oh, truly. A lot of artists have songs like this. A lot of artists have songs about feeling alone, feeling far away from people, being on the road, not being close to family. This is such a beautiful piece of his experience as an artist, as a human. So I have a question. I am someone who has experienced my 20s just out of, right? So two things. One, how a lot of those feelings are universal and they don't defy, they're not defined by any age, right? Like 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you're going to experience those things throughout your entire life. 20s is a coming of age growing up time and those feelings are going to extend through our life. And then the second part is that we have come out on the other side of some of those darker experiences, come out on the other side in our 20s of being like, oh, I know that feeling intimately. I might not be feeling that now anymore, but I can relate to that. Were there any moments like that for you where you were like, wow, I still feel that? Or like, wow, I remember what that was like. I remember feeling those things and those experiences. You can't see me, but I'm nodding. And by you can't, I mean, if we have a listener, you can't see me. Um, <laughs> that's a great, great point. Um, I am also like, recently out of my 20s and obviously like without getting too much into it I was with one person for the majority of my 20s and by majority I mean like literally eight years and I'm no longer with that person and so much of my 20s were shaped by that relationship and I'm kind of experiencing like my own chapter too in my early 30s and I have to be careful when I allow myself to feel stuff Mm. right now since it's like no pretty raw there will be a time in the future where I am like in in you know the shower or like I don't I don't know cuddling my dog and I'll put this album on and I'll like really let myself cry but I think change and number two there were parts of a lot of songs but for me like change number two and of course wildflower i mean like come on that was it's just like took my heart out and stepped on it um where i was like this just feels so familiar it's just familiar that's the word the familiarity of this album oh i want to cry i feel like i have goosebumps that word to me is like the word i've been wanting to feel is there such a familiarity Mm -hmm. whether it's my experience or someone else's like i it's relatable. Yeah, it is. It's super relatable. And I don't know if that's just because we're like a fairly similar age to him or because, you know, like I've, I've said it before, like, oh, like if I, I, you know, if I had the opportunity to like do my twenties over, there's no way I would. I'm not like, you couldn't pay me to like go be 21 again. And because I just feel like I've know so much now and I've grown and like, I'm very much ready and excited to like experience my thirties as well. And so I think, it is familiar and it's crazy that a superstar like a complete musical genius superstar can be feeling the same things that Kristen from California little nobody can feel you know and somebody don't say you're nobody (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
Oh God, and hectic like is uh, we haven't talked. I'm like losing. We haven't talked about hectic or all day, which are both two very like again. Every track, every track is incredible. I love, I love everything about this damn. I know. I do want to make. We could genuinely talk for 15 hours about it, right? It's like that kind. We could talk for 15 hours, and like we intentionally came into this without structure because that's the kind of like conversation that we wanted to have. You know, I'm sure there are 10 million like in-depth deconstructions on YouTube or whatever of Indigo already. And they're all probably beautiful. They're all beautiful. But we're trying to just talk about like the the feelings that we have. So, yeah. you know, that's what we're doing. I like I've talked about this a lot in the past that we just have to give so much praise to the translators and in particular, so like much. Dual set banged Bangtan for me. Like, I don't think I would be ARMY in the way that I became ARMY without their translations and being able to sit there with their blog open and listen while not only reading translations, but also their take on like the nuances, the nuances. And like, if you if you don't know about dual sets translations please go listen and read it's just so eye-opening and that's that's what i love to do is just like over and over like read while listening but i think like that's why i was able to become army in the way that i did because i was able to connect with the lyrics yes um literally only through the help of translators in particular dual set for me The translators are the like, they are the backbone of so much of the like international army experience. 10,000%. Because for a long time, BTS and well, just Hybe or I guess Big Hit at the time didn't provide immediate translations to things. Oh, no. As they do now, like on videos, like on episodes and on bombs, they didn't provide the translations in the same way. Not until like mid 2020 did they provide. Yeah. So it was the translators have been such an integral part of this community. Thank God, because within within an hour, there were already translations going up from all these different translators on Twitter that were giving their insights, giving what they like, adding their two cents on what they think X, Y, Z is meant to be translated as. And it was just how fucking lucky that we're part of a community Mm -hmm. that can like help provide that kind of information for us to better consume and understand the lyrics. It's huge. It's huge. So shout out to every translator. Yeah, shout out to every translator always, dude. Like, always. Like, the ones who are like, especially I was watching them try to translate June's live, and they're like, God, he speaks so fucking fast. <laughs> Just like, he's going so fast. And I'm like, you're doing great. I love you. Thank you. Yeah, what do, what do, what, like, you know, a live comes on and you just immediately go to Twitter and can, like, have so many translators live translate. Like, it's just so insane. What a gift. I just remembered something that I thought of about 20 minutes ago, and it's a hot take. We're here for hot hot take. Kristen's hot take corner. (laughs) My hot take on Wildflower is that kind of collab vocalist with that, like, there's like a raw, just beautiful tone like the vocal quality is insane and that's the kind of collab that like we wish we could have had from Sia not Sia like truly not this come on that's my hot take on featuring insert artists here could have been a different on featuring artists here if there was that rawness I don't know I don't know the decisions that were made in the you know 
room. I wasn't there in the room that it happened. I just, yeah, we, we, I think as a fandom all have this similar take when it comes to that song. But again, OT7, OT7, we love BTS. We have your back. We're here for you. But yes, I, in terms of the hot take you just had. Yeah. I think that there's something about having this again, wildflower with that. That is when I start crying is when the chorus hits. The oh, chorus it's hits so stunning. I'm just like sobbing because I'm like, it is so fucking good. So yeah, there's the rawness in it. Yes. Conveyed yes. through those vocals. Yes. Which just like hit you right square in the chest. You make me laugh because I have a friend here in Utah that we have a our TED Talk corner when we're watching stuff. We have a specific place in her apartment where we'll stand and we'll be like, this is my TED Talk corner. And we'll like continue on with right. our like hot take. Preaching. <laughs> yeah, hot take. This is your TED Talk corner. This is Kristen's TED Talk hot take corner. You know, I think the wild thing, and this we can wrap this up here. I think with Indigo... With the promotion, I haven't even had time to take in everything. There's still stuff I have to watch. I woke up and there's like two more videos for us to watch. I have to catch up on some of the articles. I've read a few, um, which were all stunning. He's again, big heart, big brain, big body, Namjoon. (laughs) Big brain, big heart, big body. Like, (laughs) I won't speak for everyone, but this idea that we can all universally connect to what he's experiencing in some way. We can connect to his heart and intention and we trust his process and we respect his process and we respect that he trusts us. I think that is something that's hard as an artist. Like you have to, I mean, even making this podcast, we're like, oh God, people are going to fucking hear this. They're going to hear our fucking thoughts and feelings. So it's like, he does that for And there's like a half listener, maybe. Yeah. And it's like, he's being, he's allowing his vulnerabilities to be perceived by the public and interpreted in a way that's going to be out of his control, mm-hmm. which is, I think why he had to like, say, if there's like a rule in literature where I forget what it's called, but it's that concept of like, once the book is, once it's out that it like no longer belongs to the artist. He said something similar with his mm-hmm. music. Like, once it's out, it is now for their interpretation to like mm. understand and how it connects with them. He is just so intentional, so beautiful, so lovely. I can't, I can't find a single thing that I would like critique, but I don't want to. It's like, it is just such a warm journey of emotions that I was needing. And I am so lucky to live at the same time as he is. The Kim Namjoon. The Kim Namjoon. I agree. I, you know, I feel like these were our kind of initial chaotic thoughts on Indigo. Although, Pip, you came in with some like really beautiful language, my friend. This will definitely not be the last time that we talk about Indigo or like no. say, you know, like I'm going to come in with, with our next recording and be like, and I thought about this. <laughs> Probably. And like, you know, because we'll continue to listen to it. I also have to catch up on some of the videos that were released obviously we will continue to listen to it for the rest of our fucking lives try and stop me but um stop me but i'm i'm excited to see like what other promo he does with this clearly like this means a lot to him um so we're we're just here to support here to consume like so grateful to be able to do it and i think we'll continue in our future podcasts being like Okay, and I have something else to say about Indigo. Thank you. And I have 30,000 <laughs> things I like to say. And I, I will say last final thought on this is that I'm just grateful for the 
I'm really big on community. I'm a big supporter of community. I'm just grateful for the way that this music has brought people together in a way that we can talk about things, talk about feelings and emotions and experiences that are shared. And I think that is one of the reasons why BCS and ARMY are so successful is that we can share these experiences and be vulnerable with each other about them. We are better and stronger as a community, better together, like doing things together and the community part of it makes BTS better and it makes ARMY better. And there's like, that is the kind of the end all be all when you think about it. It's like, you know, we're here for each other in so many different aspects. BTS is here for us. We're here for them. Our members of ARMY are here for each other. Members of BTS are there for each other. You know, I think it is one of the most important relationships in my life. I've said it so many times. I would not be here without BTS, without their music and without the friendships that I've created with ARMY. And that's a really real thing for me. So I'm just grateful. I'm feeling like overwhelmingly grateful. And like, I'm, you know, you can see me smiling right now because we're just recording. (laughs) We're recording a podcast about things that we love. It's just a beautiful, it's beautiful. And I am just so grateful too. Like, it's so exciting. Like, this journey, I'm excited for the two of us, but I'm also, you say those things. I mean, this is what we do. We feel, I think about the friends that I have and the things that I've done and the experiences I've had and the, the growth, I guess that's the word too, is like the growth I've made as a person mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the music, the artists, the, the friends, the community. And, um, I'm hoping that as we continue on this journey, as like people have things they want to talk about, our two listeners, if one of you have something you feel you want to talk about, let us know because we would love to dive in and just hear and talk about things that matter to us in this world and community. And, you know, we'll have our own friends on probably to talk about some of the things. I have a friend, she's like, I'm coming on for this topic. I was like, great. She I also it. have a friend like that too. <laughs> so They're funny. like, this one's mine. I'm like, great. Awesome. It doesn't even have to be necessarily what's going on. Cause there might be weeks where there's not a lot happening in the BTS world, but there's a lot to talk about. We're going to try to, you know, stay as consistent as possible with this. And even if it's just me listening to our own podcasts on my runs, like that's another listener. <laughs> my sister, she was like, I'll listen to it. I had another friend that's like, I'll listen to it. I was like, what? Yeah. All five of us together. Oh my God. The mere I mean, listen count. The hope is that if it helps and it, 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 if what we talk about makes people happy, that's what we want. That's exactly right. If I, and I know this is this like, I don't like being cheesy, but I'm just going to say it like I love being cheesy. One, if one person like if we can like accompany them for a portion of their day just by like on your walk, on your driving, that would make me so happy. We love our that one person. I know we love you. I'm picturing you right now. You're beautiful. <laughs> You're beautiful. Um, well, okay. Yeah. This is, I feel like, you know, it's long. We probably need to wrap this up. Pip, what's our closing statement? Stream Indigo. Stream Indigo on all platforms that you can. I am a streaming army. By the way, everyone streaming is just listening to music. Yeah. It's just doesn't have to be stressful. Don't make it a, don't make it a thing. It just have fun. That can be a whole other podcast. I could, I could fucking don't. Kristen, I could go down a fucking rabbit hole about this. And we will. We um, will on another episode. So, yes. Stream Indigo. Enjoy all those tracks that are, that are out now. We have a lot in the last couple weeks. Um, enjoy them. 
Happy Switch birthday to playlists. Jen. Switch oh up gosh, those playlists. Yeah. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Jen. Jen. I hope you're doing every single thing that you want to today. No. Yeah. And that you're living your best life. Bye. Love you. All right. Well, it was a fun week. So we will talk to you guys next time in Army Forever, BTS Forever. Drink your water and stream Indigo.